Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The Republican Party can never again be respected or strong with political quote-unquote leaders like Senator Mitch McConnell at its helm. Well, tell them how you really feel, President Trump. No, 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 don't, don't try to, you know, uh, play around the edges there, beat around the bush or whatever it is that might, might get beat around. No, 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 come on out and say it. Mitch McConnell said you're morally and practically responsible for the riot at the Capitol, and you have decided, burn it down, my pleasure. Which really does lead us to the place that we knew we were already in. Exactly how messed up is this party? Does President Trump saying something like this? Does that really set the Republican Party on edge? Or is it everything you would ever expect from a President Donald Trump? Not getting what he wanted. Let's be clear, let's not lie to each other. Lying to each other is a ridiculously, ridiculously bad idea. The man wants what he wants. And when he doesn't get what he wants, the man is extremely upset. This is not new or shocking to anybody. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. It's this letter put out from the president. A direct response to Mitch McConnell, I think, in the Wall Street Journal. And that's the way he started. He continues, does President Trump, McConnell's dedication to business as usual, status quo policies, together with his lack of political insight, wisdom, skill, and personality has rapidly driven him from majority leader to minority leader, and it will only get worse. The Democrats and Chuck Schumer play McConnell like a fiddle. They never had it so good, and they want to keep it that way. We know our America First agenda is a winner, not McConnell's Beltway First agenda or Biden's America Last. Now, if you want to argue that Mitch McConnell is the reason Donald Trump lost in Georgia, you're more than welcome to do so, but you better bring receipts. I think that if you were to actually ask people, really and truly ask them, they may go the other way. But now we're getting into the place of what kind of party is this? Who is the party? Now, President Trump goes into something that I consider to be a mistake in this conversation, never mind whether I think the whole thing is a mistake. In 2020, he writes, I received the most votes of any sitting president in history, almost 75 million. Every incumbent House Republican won for the first time in decades, and we flipped 15 seats, almost costing Nancy Pelosi her job. Republicans won majorities in at least 59 of the 89, 98 partisan legislative chambers, and the Democrats failed to flip a single legislative chamber from red to blue. And in Mitch's Senate, over the last two election cycles, I single-handedly saved at least 12 seats, more than eight in the 2020 cycle alone. Now, you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, I don't think it's deniable. And I think that people understood that Trump is more popular than the political left certainly wants to give him credit for. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then he goes into Georgia. And then came the Georgia disaster, where we should have won both U.S. Senate seats, but McConnell matched the Democrat offer of $2,000 stimulus checks with $600. How does that work? Question mark. It became the Democrats' principal advertisement, and a big winner for them it was. McConnell then put himself, one of the most unpopular politicians in the United States, into the advertisements.
Do we think that Georgia was lost because of the 600 versus 2,000? Well, if you take a look at what Georgia Democrats are saying right now, they're very unhappy because they were promised $2,000 checks and they're not getting them. They're not getting them. And they're like, we, we voted for Warnock. We voted for Ossoff. You said $2,000. We're not getting $2,000. The big horror in this conversation is that President Trump is admitting, yeah, pay for the votes. Now, you can say to me, Tony's not saying pay for the votes. The Democrats are saying pay for the votes. I agree. We're saying the same thing. Another way to look at it is the, why are we only talking about raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour? We should raise it to $50 an hour. Republicans should be saying the minimum wage should be $50 an hour. Let the Democrats say no. Right? We want to go crazy. Let's go all the way. The problem, the fundamental is that you got to take a look at the dollars and cents and say, what is it that we're doing here? Where does this money come from? And I understand that President Trump never once worried about a debt nor deficits. It's not his thing. It's my thing. It's not his thing. But does he have an argument? That if you had just said $2,000 checks, like I said, boom, it's over. You've got the Senate. And then you didn't have to do it. The Democrats approved you didn't have to do it. Many Republicans in Georgia voted Democrat or just didn't vote because of their anguish at their inept governor, Brian Kemp, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, and the Republican Party for not doing its job on election integrity during the 2020 presidential race. Let's see, now he's, now he's moving into a new story. Now he's moving into a new story. You can argue that not going the way of just give the $2,000 could have cost you. But let's be clear. It wasn't just the Republican Party of Georgia not doing its job. It was the Republican Party to which Donald Trump was the head not doing their job. They got outlawed everywhere. They got outlawed. That's what happened. If Donald Trump doesn't want to come to Jesus on that moment, that is not my problem. They got out lawyered everywhere. McConnell did nothing and will never do what needs to be done in order to secure a fair and just electoral system into the future. He doesn't have what it takes. Never did and never will. I'm one of the people not as angry at Mitch McConnell as everybody else just because it's not my style. Just like when people, you know, on the political level, like, how can you handle, deal with, accept Donald Trump? What? What? I... I, I got insulted by Barack Obama for eight years. This is nothing to me. I mean, absolutely nothing at all. McConnell has no credibility on China because of his family's substantial Chinese business holdings. He does nothing on this tremendous economic and military threat. Mitch is a dour, sullen, and unsmiling political hack. And if Republican senators are going to stay with him, they will not win again. He will never do what needs to be done or what is right for our country. Where necessary and appropriate, I will back primary rivals who espouse making America great again and our policy of America first. We want brilliant, strong, thoughtful, and compassionate leadership. What he wants is a fighter. He could have just said that, you know, if, if we fight, we win. Because that would be correct. Do I think this letter helps? No. I think, I think this letter is, if you had an issue with uh, 
Mitch McConnell being too pro-China and you weren't willing to say so when you were in office, well, I don't want to hear it now. I, I, and I would say that to the man directly. But we have been discussing what is it that we have learned that is valuable to take with us. And what's valuable to take with us is that Trump knows how to fight. And this is something that the political left would be desperate to take off our hands. Absolutely desperate to take off our hands. They, the last thing in the world they want is for the political left, I mean, for the political right to fight, to fight back, to push back. They don't want that at all and in any way. But that is what's necessary. That is absolutely what is, is necessary. Uh, Senator uh, Tim Scott, he was on uh, Fox talking about Trump's letter, and this is, this is terrific. I've often said that President Trump's love language does not include words of encouragement. And perhaps that's that only reinforces that fact. The truth is for the Republican Party to win, we need every single Republican-leaning voter to take a look at the GOP, the great opportunity party, and why we have the right principles and policies to move this nation forward. If we get into personality squibbles and fights, we are going to be in a challenging place in 2022 and 2024 which means America will be embracing socialism because we can't get our act together on the right. It's a solid point. It's an absolutely solid point. But to win every single Republican-leaning voter, you have to be willing to fight for every Republican-leaning voter. When Trump talks like this, people can take it, you know, word for word and, and everything. I'd like to take what is the, what is the point because the parts where he's angry, I don't care about it. I mean, it, it, his anger means zero to me. What do I get out of it? What can we utilize out of it? To which Bill Hemmer asked this question. How much do you need President Trump in 2022? I still believe that President Trump is the most powerful political figure on either side. The news loves President Trump or they hate President Trump, which gives them plenty of coverage. What we need is, in fact, a unified message from the Republican Party. We don't need personalities driving our future. The policy positions of President Trump led to the lowest unemployment rates for African-Americans, Hispanics, Asians, for women in 70 years. What we need is more President Trump policies that focused on an inclusive economy, focused on HBCU funding, focused on the lowest uh, tax rates we've seen in a generation that led to the fastest increase in employment and in wages at the bottom faster than the top because President Trump's policy positions literally transformed the American economy. The American economy. He's right. It's always about policy. Isn't that amazing what we talk about? They're talking about. It's like they listen. But the one thing they need to talk about is the fact that he fights. Now, sometimes he doesn't fight what I think is the best fight. And I've said that before. And again, don't tell me that Mitch McConnell is somehow pro-China if you weren't willing to say it in those years. You supported a guy and endorsed a guy who was pro-China? Sorry, I'm not going to have much respect for that. Had to win the Senate, have to do what you have to do. Ah, you could have endorsed somebody else. But knowing how to fight, the need to fight, and the recognition that the policies worked and are attractive and do reach and grab people, you bet. 
question is, is the Republican Party smart enough to figure out how to thread this needle? Or are they in the business of idol worship? It's why we're going to the Conservative Political Action Conference next week, brought to you by Relay Indiana. It's why we're going to be checking things out and talking to people. This letter, we've got more of it to break down. It is amazing. I'm Tony Katz.